Hey everybody and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your old pal the Moo Cow, aka Paul Presenza. How's it going, everybody? And we've got quite a show for you, and we are joined by my co-host. Jonathan A. Moody. How's it going, Jonathan? Uh cow, it's going good. I wanted to say <laughs> something with the cow, but it didn't really work. Gotcha. That's okay. <laughs> And we are joined by one of our favorite returning special co-guest hosts. Please introduce yourself. Jackie Hall. Can't Yay! <laughs> are you doing moveless today? Moveless. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, we have a fun, fun movie, I hope, in store for you guys. Uh, this is one I specifically picked out for Jackie because Moody told me that Jackie loves uh butts and poop and farts and all kinds of potty humor <laughs> so naturally oh <laughs> i made sure to find something like that I, well, I, I'm, like... I'm not kidding i'm not kidding this girl will <laughs> like when we were roommates she would just be in her room listening to like youtube of like farts the whole day <laughs> and the do. whole day like there'd be like one that's on like a loop for like whatever as and, you do i and, mean hey I'm and right makes, there with you. And even if she hears the same fart, she always laughs. So it's <laughs> whatever. Yes, yes. Well, keeping that in mind, I thought, well, what movie should I share with our young friend here? And I thought, oh, yeah, there's a movie from 2003 from Mark Pirro called Rectuma. Which it's I'm surprised, a... Mr. Moody, you haven't seen it, have you? Nope. I didn't even know of it. I know of Mark. I've met Mark. We'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, but I don't, I've never seen it. So I've, I, and I knew nothing of it. So there you go. Well, you can see the big giant butts on our uh, backgrounds here. That gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on. Actually, you can't since this is a podcast. Well, I was referring to you, but yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I guess we'll talk about this wacky movie after we listen to some mood music. Bada bing, we are back. So I'm dying to hear first reactions from you guys for Rick. Huma. Who would like to jump in first? I think. Oh, you want me to do it, Jackie? Okay. Um, Rectuma is a movie that I have never seen in my life. It is unlike anything I've ever seen before. Um, it was a lot of fun. See? I, yeah. No, it was. It was a fun movie. Um, you Out of know. all the movies you guys had me watch, I actually could watch this. Yes, yes. But Jackie actually was interested, even though her face didn't show it at times. <laughs> of course, it was poop and butts and farts, you know, the stuff she loves. Right. Yeah, it wasn't hypothetical this time. It was real. Yeah, like, it was real over, shit. Over, over the top. It was real shit, for real. I thought that it was going to be about people that had explosive diarrhea, but instead uh, it was basically about a guy's butt that came to life. And I, it did have explosive diarrhea when it killed people. Yeah. So you're, you are too far off. And the puns uh, were all over the place. 
Oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like it's like they took uh, King Kong and Godzilla and, and a Mothra. Giant, giant butt and Mothra and uh, you know the Exorcist and Silence of the Lambs and a whole bunch of different they parody. Sources. It was a parody. Movie. It was a parody. Yeah, and that I think that's what I that's why I liked it a lot more was it didn't take itself too serious. I mean. How are you going to take a movie like this seriously? Some people, the asylum would, (laughs) you know, some people would take it real seriously. Oh, there's a certain director we know who also would probably take it very seriously. Who? Oh, no. Your buddy. Which one? Uh, We can't mention names. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody gets upset. One you can't stand. Oh, there's a lot. So (laughs) there's a few. Never mind. That's okay. Let's. We're not going to get into that. But anyway, yes, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot more fun than I was even expecting, especially something on Tubi that I'd never heard of before. You know, um, I enjoyed it, and I'm glad to see that Jackie enjoyed it. I know? didn't expect all the parodies out of it, but I really liked it. Right. I didn't expect like the Silence of the Lamb stuff, and the Exorcist stuff, and no, you know, and all that. No, and that girl had a damn good Jodie Foster. She yeah. did. She, she did. She, she definitely and did. Michael Thomas was clearly um, channeling the Bella Lugosi character. Uh, and, uh, and Wolfman, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's what I thought. Like he looked. That's when I saw him. I was like, oh wow, he looks like Wolfman. He looks like um, like he looks like uh, Bella Lugosi and Wolfman. Either Wolfman or I was thinking when he was playing the the Igor assistant um, in one of the I forget which Dracula or Frankenstein movie. And it was Frankenstein. Frankenstein. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. So uh, yeah. do you want to explain a little bit of the background of this movie? Do you have much? <laughs> uh, not really. Mark Get it the background. Wrote, wrote, directed, <laughs> and produced a giant butt movie. Clearly, as a. Uh, as a pay on to all of these movies that he clearly enjoyed and he just went there. And that's what I love about the movie is that clearly it's ridiculous and it doesn't care. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's going to go there. Now, normally on a movie when you don't have, you know, four nickels to rub together, it tends to bring down the quality of the film, but in this case, it really doesn't harm the movie one bit. I mean, if anything, it adds to the clarity in most cases. And um, there will be a lot we'll probably talk about with that, you know, with the, with the, the fact that it, it added to the silliness of what right. they were trying to do, you know. Um, the low-budgetness definitely helped, you mm-hmm. know, a lot. But when you, when you get past but it, it, when you, it still has, you know... A, a, a narrative flow okay beginning middle and end okay mm-hmm. right? the characters they you know evolve in their own special way <laughs> you know don't know if that's necessarily true but that doesn't i i like in parodies they don't need to evolve you know yeah well he evolves a little bit um but you know you've got your your hero and your villain and your your conflict going on you know so uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, the hero was sort of a schlub, you know, um, unless you, you count the other guy, like any of the other guys as the heroes. I mean, a schlub with an amazing ass. Apparently. 
like an, an ass that just won't quit. So who can tell us or tell our, our buddies in the audience what the what what's with the ass? Where did this come from? How did it happen? Yeah, you want to go with that, Jackie? Yeah. So the ass, apparently he was in Mexico with his wife. And he started having ass problems. So when he got back home, he still had ass problems. So he goes to this weird fucking doctor. <laughs> doctor that likes 12-year-old boys, apparently. Yeah, he does mention that. Um, and this guy puts a bullseye like you were to shoot <laughs> arrow practice, bow and arrow practice. Um with the bullseye out over his um, anus. And um, he proceeds to do a prostate check um, and then exposes his entire uh, insides of his butthole. <laughs> Which is funny because when we were watching the, when we were watching a commercial for prostate examined or something yeah, well, all of our phones and everything listen to us these days so yeah and it's one of these side benefits of this kind of a movie with jackie's that you get to see jackie say words like anus and anus. prostate and, uh, mm-hmm. prostate yeah. <laughs> i need to get my prostate checked i'm just kidding um so then this weird freaking doctor goes from telling him that he's gonna last six years to two days and then he says that he got this from a Mexican bullfrog. Mexican ass raping bullfrog. Ass raping bullfrog. That's right. Ass raping bullfrog. So yep. the Mexican ass raping bullfrog went into his ass and I guess has some kind of special powers or some shit. So then he goes to Mr. Um, what was it? I like Saki. And get, and get some sake or want some sake. Want but some before sake. we before we go, we actually get to see the raping. Oh, the raping bullfrog. Yes. yes. Yeah. But they more or less, just, just like legs. Just, three legs. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it showed the bullfrog's legs going into his ass. Oh, so as you do. Yeah. You know. Um, so from there, he goes to this um, Japanese man with a little penis and squinted eyes, which they made sure we all knew about. Yeah, want some sake. Mr. Want some sake. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of really racial slurs in here, so if you don't like racial slurs, I guess this is not the review you want to watch. <laughs> but, you want to yeah. you know, listen to it, because there's going to be a lot of them, and we're not and doing you it. Know, you know, there might be one or two there might be one or two but you know references and butts in the movie just so you right know. right but but <laughs> this movie was from 2003 when the racial humor bar was set here and now it's here so it movies were different back then what was acceptable back then is no longer today so if you don't have a sense of humor for it We'll talk to you on the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want to check out now because there's going to be a lot yeah. more, unfortunately, that we're not going to be able to control because that's just for reviewing the movie. I mean, honestly, I don't know of a whole lot of woke giant butt invasion movies that are out there, but <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's possible, but I don't think it's going to be quite as much fun. The woke you know, ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
sometimes you're a woke ass. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta roll with it, and that's that's what I liked about it. Sounds it. Like, it sounds like the uh, the asses need like an AA. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes Anonymous. <laughs> well, I feel that's basically right on both ends there. Oh, oh, then... <laughs> oh. okay. <laughs> All right, let's go back to want some sake. Awesome sake. Mr. Watson Saki is a, a Japanese guy. He's really not all that little. I was picturing him to be small when the doctor was talking about him, but he does mention that he has slant eyes and a tiny penis. No. Ongoing, they get the vehicle. Mr. Watson Saki instantly asks for a blowjob. Of course. Yep. <laughs> Sarcasm. Sarcasm. They are in his lab and they do some, they bring out some kind of, um, uh, what do you call it? In the, 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 the radioactive uh, tubes of something. Yeah, it looks like a Star Wars oh, yeah. lightsaber. You Very forgot realistic. to mention the assistant comes out too, who looks yeah. like, you know. So and an assistant comes out that I guess is apparently the doctor, but it's just some redneck hillbilly with jacked up teeth. I don't know. That's Michael Thomas. Yeah, Michael R. Thomas. I don't know you, Michael R. Thomas, but nice hillbilly. You were reminding me of home. I didn't like you at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They bring out the lightsaber radiation thing that is about as long as my finger, and they shove it up his ass. It breaks off. I don't know how something that small breaks off. It looks small to you guys, right? Yeah, it looks pretty small. Well, unless it's going up your ass, in which case it's probably huge. Yeah, it'd probably feel big if it's going up your ass. I don't know. Okay. Um, back <laughs> to the Mr. Watson Saki. Um, he's like, oh, no, it broke off in your ass. And uh, make sure you go home and you use saltwater enema right away. Okay. Well, saltwater enema never happened. Actually, the guy got home found his wife sleeping with a gun. We'll get to that weird situation later. (laughs) Um, And his ass starts doing weird things. So he goes back to Mr. Watson's talking and he's like, I thought I told you to use saltwater enema. And he's like, I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. So I didn't do it. So now the dude's got serious ass problems and he can't, Turn it around now because Mr. Watson Saki explains that the radiation has been going on in his ass for too long and it would change the pH balance, which would ruin his ass. God damn, you remember like everything. You're pretty good. It's it's just like the the plot in The Godfather, I'm telling you. (laughs) Okay. And then so from there on out, the ass comes to life and it goes on a killing spree. As you do. Like it detaches from him. Yeah, it, it it's not like him bent over with his ass eating people. His ass becomes its own thing, which looks like a dick and balls. And <laughs> um right where you think it would eat, right, right in the butthole is where it goes. And um it leaves a, a trail of uh what do they refer to it as? Uh, fecal trails. Fecal trail. If you've seen one fecal trail, you've seen them all. I love that line. That I've said great. that many times. I, I want to. Now I'm going to say it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So the ass leaves skid mark trails behind everywhere. Pretty much. And it leads to the murderer, which is his ass. Right, but which they is think it's the guy. Ass. Yeah. His ass has already went back into his ass. So mm. the ass goes, disappears yep. back into his ass, and then comes back out of his ass. Makes no sense unless you watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even make sense when you watch the movie. It's just like, it's just, you just, it just, you just gotta roll with it. You just, uh, you gotta, just gotta be it. like, because there's at one point when I was looking at it, there was one point where he, like, I guess he sees his ass is gone. But like yeah. I couldn't, I I couldn't tell what that what that was. You yeah. know, but his whatever. ass was still there. Yeah, it looked like his ass was still there. Was supposed, just, I was thinking it was supposed to look flat, like it, it was, was supposed flat. to look like there was no ass or something, right. like there were just legs or something. But no, it it I, I, it looked weird, and I so was just like legs detached from his upper half of his body, and there's just like just nothing there. Right, it's like. It's almost it like it make any sense. Period. It's almost like you would kind of expect there to be like a little vestigial thing, like uh, like in Basket Case or something like that. But clearly, they didn't have the money to do that. So right. I just, just thought I was gonna see like a wall, like a, like his ass was just flat, and that meant that the ass was out on attack somewhere. Yeah. So oh, so anyway, uh, keep going. You're doing a good job. Hello. I'm, uh, I thought we could uh, now start talking about now that it has started doing its attacks, its murders. It's a serial killer ass now. It's a serial Ooh. ass. Yeah, yeah, it's a right. serial ass. And um, it, towards the end of the movie, starts to attack all of Los Angeles. There is a... Because uh, it's grown huge. Is it proper for me to say a rab? Say Arab. whatever you want. Yeah, I, I think know. Arab. Yeah. Okay, Arab. There's an Arab guy that, of course, they make the Allah like a boom dude. <laughs> he says this a lot. He's the yeah. one that ends up at the end of the movie going and out. Well, the ass kills his wife and his wife's black lover. Blah, it likes big black dick. It, it talks about this several times in the movie. <laughs> And um, it ends up in Los Angeles flying over the top of L.A., as one ass does, with a A-Rap guy hanging from a string that has slung a plug up and put a butt plug into the ass. Which is also a bomb, right? Or something. No. He pulled himself up, and because there's gas in the ass, the guy said, ala, ala, kaboom, and strikes a lighter and blows everyone up. He blows the ass up. This is before he says, mm, this smells just like home. Yep. <laughs> it smells just like home. And oh, he was happy. Man. Like he was like, at one point he was like, I don't, I don't know if I wanna like, you know, if I want to actually do this. This, you know, it's too pleasant in here, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then his wife calls him. He's like, Nope, I'm done. Like, like four <laughs> like, times she keeps calling him up. Just b- bothering him. And he's just like, I'd why rather. Why does the wife have like a monster looking baby? That's what didn't make any sense it to me. Like yeah. It looked like a puppet. Yeah. It looked like a. Uh, it looked like the ogre from Shrek, but like really small. Yeah. Because uh, it's cheap. That's <laughs> the only thing I can think of. Yeah, because they couldn't yeah. actually have a real baby in there, you know. So that didn't go along with the, the plot of the movie. Like, well, that was a, like I think that was sort of the point. Was it? I think the whole point of her was just so that the you know he can have the nagging wife who causes no, no, no. him to basically 
say, you know what, I, I want to sacrifice myself because this lady is being annoying. Yeah, no, I get that. But the baby doesn't make any sense. Oh, right. Well, that, that, that the baby was like a monster or whatever. It's not a huge deal. It just didn't make any sense. Maybe that's all another movie they could have made. The monster baby. Well, it's it's a movie that throws a whole lot of puns and jokes and visual gags. And, and racial slurs, yeah. And racial slurs. Not all of them are going to stick or score. You are know? you saying they throw a bunch of shit on the wall and see they which sure one did. sticks? They yeah, sure it all did. stuck. It all stuck because it was 2003. What cracked me up was that there was actually no fart noises, like like an actual fart in the movie. It was all what was even more hilarious that they used the fake fart noises, like the speakers, like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was terrible fart noises. So if you were like coming to this movie expecting, like we've talked about earlier, where Jackie likes movie or likes listening to these stupid farts on YouTube. You're not going to get that. You're yeah. going to get these worst Just go farts. Go to YouTube and look up fart noises. Mark Hero, how could you? How could you give us fake farts? My God. Why can't somebody just fart into like a microphone and then Seriously. just use that one? Man, I mean, that would have been one stinky fucking set. I mean, <laughs> come on, we do that all the time, you know. Seriously. Yeah, but we're on like zoom with each other you guys i could be farting right now nobody would know except your dogs you there know you poor, poor poor zeke well, that's just called getting them back <laughs> somebody's oh, been eating too many uh gummy bears over there uh-oh <laughs> i mean that's i mean a, this time i need to contact this director about the gummy bears hmm there you go. We'll make a, a new version of this movie, but with gummy bears. Hey, I'll tell you, if, if you wake up in the middle of the night, Jackie, and your butt is missing, don't say I didn't warn you. Hey, don't say that. I don't need those <laughs> body image problems right now. I don't think you got to worry about that. Waking up with my ass gone. I'm going to have nightmares now, Paul. Thanks. Remember, yeah. he named he name dropped Courtney Cox on that, which I thought was hysterical. He says, now I have no ass. Neither does Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was, I mean, I, I, I you know, I never, I, I never I expected that. I never looked at Courtney Cox's ass to know. I never so. either. So, yeah, I don't know if she has an ass or not. Um, makes, me wonder, know. makes me wonder if she's seen this movie, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they talk about my ass. I gotta check it out. This is, yeah, this has it, and it's not even the fact that this movie has anything to do w with butts and farts that I like it the most out of all the movies that we've watched. Is it's just the fact that the like the puns and it making fun of the other movies, like it made sense. And a lot of the movies you guys watch make no fucking sense. The midget, dinosaur, zombie, midget zombie takeover. Come on, that was Paul's. Uh, but yeah, I'm well, that's that's good. I'm I'm very pleased because we had some technical issues that we had to kind of navigate through yeah. doing this through Zoom. So I'm pleased yeah. that we were able to get you a version where you could at least because I knew the second half was really where it's at. If I have a problem with the film is that it it does take a while to get you know to get their butt in motion. Okay, um, uh, <laughs> a while to get the butt in motion. That's the butt right. In action. Um. Yeah, you know, my, my biggest complaint with this movie, honestly, is just it's, it's just too long. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an hour and 35 minutes, which normally wouldn't be a problem. But it's but, just sometimes it, it goes into like a little bit of like 
you know, kind of like, let's, let's move this along a little bit. But then we forgot to mention that there are two Asian women who throughout the whole movie are just singing different songs. Or oh, whatever. about the anus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the well, at one point they're, the one point they're like really small and inside a urinal and they yeah. get peed on. Yeah. And I so was just like, it was any, anybody who's remembers the old Japanese Toho monster movies, that that's, the two little weird uh, pixie women from Mothra who sing about the egg. Oh, we must protect the egg, save the egg, you know. And they're that's that's what they are, and they sort of function. They sort of function like the Greek chorus, and they sort of sing about what's going on. And they're used an awful lot in this film. I, you know, that's another joke that was kind of beaten to death. You know, I feel like this movie would have been good around like the 35 40 minute point and skipped like it should have okay the girl singing shouldn't have taken so long it would have been funny in little snippets and i think it would have been funnier if it got rid of the whole wife situation because to me like she's cheating on him and then the the ass goes and, and kills them like that's kind of like real murder shit that was a little like too real for the funniness or the way yeah. that the, this movie was going, you know, but triggering. Well, yeah. Um, the, the wife stuff was sort of like, it, it didn't even feel like there was much of a, um, you know, like it could have been anybody that the butt killed. Yeah. And then, because the whole point of it was that the trail led to led back to his house. Yeah. So literally it could have been anybody. And the, the wife trying to kill him, that stuff wasn't even that funny at no. points. And so, because the only problem I had with the movie really was that the guy kept saying like to his friend, uh, like, how can you be so gullible? And the dude is completely gullible. He doesn't oh, realize yeah. his wife is cheating. Like, I, I didn't find that funny at all. Like, if he, if he were, if he were completely not gullible, and then said, how can you be, you know, to the other guy, like that would have been funny. I mean, I understand. I can, I understand why it's there. I think it's okay. I just think they laid it on too much. I, right, you know, right. I th think if they had cut that part of it about in half, that's yeah. really all we needed. Because the whole like first half of the movie was about like the affair. Yeah. Right, right, right. It, well, that's like I said, that's why I wanted to make sure that the second half you got to see without it delaying and because that was where the fun the real fun of the movie was yeah, yeah. it should have yeah that just should have never been a part of it because yeah i've said the part where like the opening of the movie is her killing or reading a book about how to kill your husband in five easy steps and it that has nothing to do with the movie mm -hmm. yeah really like that felt like it was a completely different movie yeah. like that could have been its own story of like a wife trying to kill her husband and like well, yeah, goofy shit happening because I'm there sure. is one point where the, the 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 wife drops all these boxes on his head and he they kept kept missing and he was just like hey what's going on like that oh, could have been its own story been frozen during that time i didn't get to see that yeah so like the wife drops like boxes on the guy and then it just falls down like next to him. And he's like, what's going on, honey? And she's like, oh, nothing. You know, what ended up being in the um, envelope that she sent that the black guy opened? Powder. 
powder that was supposed to like kill him and it killed the black guy instead. Killed killed the guttonator guy. Which he he was dead. It did show him dead, but no, but he never comes back. He never comes back. But you know, his his role is kind of done, so it kind of once again a character that didn't need to be in the movie because did not move the plot along with the butt. I think that the whole working situation and that guy's character was actually fine because had it not had the wife ex like part in there because he was talking about he's like what's wrong with your ass man what part of the butt is it is it the taint is it the hole he had some he good al- lines he also was the one who told them to go to the doctor or whatever right. and stuff right, right. so right so, just so okay so maybe so if it, it just kept him i didn't like the whole uh the whole rope around the waist and all that stuff he's just doing setups i'm like I mean, it once went again, on, went on. For too yeah, long. went on for too long, and after a while, I'm just like, and it didn't make any sense. Yeah, and it, it like it sped up the joke on purpose, and I'm just like, can we like move it along? Like, what, I want to get to the the. Button. What did you guys think about the whole Agent Starling slash uh, Jodie Foster thing? I liked it actually. It's weird. I mean, it's it's kind of comes out of nowhere. She freaks me out because her mouth mannerisms are exactly like Jodie Foster's. Uh huh. It kind of looks like him, like her. Well, you know, a little bit. And, <laughs> you know, and then the one point I can uh, see where you would get that, but yeah, I, I I like the I like the idea that she was trying to talk to the guy or whatever for like two hours, and he's not he's not even like basically paying attention to her or whatever, and she you know. She, uh, it turns out that she was actually talking to him through the the one way mirror and everything, right. and so that was that was sort of funny because you can see funny. the joke coming because I was like, I even I looked over and I was like, wait, that's a that's <laughs> a one way mirror. We could see her face through the mirror, like it doesn't. So it it was a little too long. Once again, a They're joke that went on. To do um like the scary movie thing where everyone is a little dumb. Mm. Yeah. You know how all the scary movie movies do? Like that was probably a big inspiration was like scary movie and, and parody like airplane and 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 movies like that. But that was the good thing about it. This was a parody. And, and she comes with her own set of trauma involving uh hamsters. Hamsters, but the thing is is they don't explain that until okay, they let her act crazy like forever and like in a crazy where you're just like what the fuck is going on like this makes no sense and they take forever to explain it but like, then they do but they could have been showing flashbacks while she's doing that of a hamster or something so you're like okay there's something to this but no it's just her spinning around ripping her her jacket off and just i mean it makes no sense but yes yeah. but mr moody makes- what was the hamster trauma uh apparently <laughs> I'm trying to remember because, like, she it's at the very end of the movie. It was at the I know, but what I was trying to remember was like, because like the guy was talking to her, whatever the uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, um, you know, kind of character or whatever is talking to her. She's explaining that there's like a uh, that her father used to be a vet, and that <laughs> there was a hamster up a butt or something. I don't know. I you don't remember. Little, 
I don't. So what does he do? So he pulls the hamster out of his ass and he eats it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, I can look at a man's ass now." Yep. That that was uh, the look on Jackie's face, and that was priceless. Well, I didn't think he was gonna eat the hamster that he's been keeping up his ass for who knows how fucking long. After this, after watching, you know, um, forty-five to forty-five minutes an hour or whatever it was of this movie, you didn't expect that. <laughs> you know? I, no, I didn't. It just happened really fast because in my head, I'm going, "Okay, who is this guy?" I get who they're trying to get him to be, but where the fuck did he come from? Because had they shown him previously, maybe for a couple of seconds or something, the yeah. Silence of the Lamb guy. Yeah. But like, what but, was his purpose? Yeah, it's just just to give her background and trauma and establish okay, all of that. So it was, it was just like her going back in time mentally yeah character right 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 it was explaining yeah. why she couldn't look at his ass and the whole right. you know joke that they're setting up later on he's with the prisoner. hamster because at one point when that uh when he's <gasps> she's freaking I out of it it shows the the jail bars when he's starting to pull his pants down yes yes right. okay right. And she freaked out. Remember, she was like, ah, and ran That's out of the room. That's where I thought that they had introduced him already for like a couple oh, of seconds. No, they no, didn't. It was just like a, a snippet of like her memory. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying though, Jackie, because when I first saw this film, I kind of saw a joke coming, but I didn't expect that joke to be so over the top but they went there and you know that's kind of like the 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 coda that i would write for this movie they went there they went there pretty much with everything yeah they did and it was hilarious but then i was confused because i thought they were doing the whole gerbil of an ass joke and it ended like up richard being... gear kind of gerbil in the ass thing you well know? yeah and then eminem even has a song that's like shove a gerbil in your ass through a tube and lemmy winks you know that whole thing with uh, south park yeah yeah there's there's a lot of gerbils in the ass but um you this know. Was a hamster. it was not that joke i think it yeah. comes from shakespeare what <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> Jackie would have believed it though. You, 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 you don't remember that? You don't remember that scene in Hamlet? Come on! <laughs> I don't. I, I, it it should have been called a hamster lit. Yeah. You know? oh, somewhere did, it I hear called. Where did the hamster go? <laughs> yeah. Well, I somewhere I, I Lloyd Kaufman is listening and saying, "Uh huh, that's our next movie." Hamster yeah. lit. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, so this. Yeah, I when that scene happened and it let us in on her trauma, <laughs> I first thought to myself, okay, how long has this guy had an a-, a hamster up his ass? <laughs> but it doesn't answer that question for me. Mm. So then he just straight up pulls that thing out of his ass and he eats it. Yep. As you do. As, As he does. did. Yeah. And I then mean, he laughs about it. <laughs> so funny, so crazy, so ridiculous. I, I uh, you know. an hamster to put in your mouth. It so wants to. Let me it. let me ask this about you guys. What did you guys think of the acting? Oh, good. Like, I, I, like there was oh, no there was characters no. that I thought were bad. No, I mean they were bad in the way that they were supposed to be bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like when when they were when they acted, it was like 
each character was supposed to be that Who person yeah. yeah so none none of it like if they overacted or mm-hmm. underacted Actually, or whatever i lied the wife was horrible the wife was probably my least favorite too yeah she wasn't and great so, and so was her boyfriend or whatever they both their storyline and that whole thing just sort of like didn't didn't, fit. yeah just but didn't fit with the rest I, of the I, thing i did want to point out mr moody that the schlub uh who is in this movie uh waldo is none other than uh bill devlin and you should remember him from blood predator the uh, evil space crickets from hell movie mm-hmm. which we covered on indie film cafe which you have to see jackie it's so ridiculous oh, uh so much fun but yes, yeah, so now Mr. Devlin has showed up in several of our movies, and I imagine he's probably going to show up in at least one or two more, because I know he's in a few other movies. He was in uh, Ghosts Never Sleep. He was in um, 12, 12, 12, um, and a few other, Evil Nanny. Well, that's an asylum movie, 12, 12, 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. On um, Jailbait. Okay. Oh, Jailbait, directed by Jared Cohn. There you uh, go. A star of uh, Blood Predator. There you go. So there you go. Um, uh, so we yeah, have our blood predator up. connection here. Yeah, neat. Lots um, of people matter going on around here. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of DNA. There you go. Um, but oh, yes. Speaking of DNA. <laughs> oh yeah, forgot about that. So the Jodie Foster character, the agents, they show up at Waldo's door. after the first murder and they need some dna from this guy so of course they first ask for a cup of piss Mm -hmm. and then waldo answers but i just peed and she says well here we'll take some sperm and hands him a bunch of nudie mags and said and he goes well it's gonna take a minute or so and she goes oh of course we expected that we can wait up to three and then he goes inside and does whatever since they don't show any of it. And then somehow she throws that cup of specimen into his face, the agent's face. I, I like that you use the specimen. <laughs> specimen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's, it's better than sounding a bottle of cum. You know, yeah. that's pretty much what it was. I was just trying not to say that. Uh, I'll go there because this movie went there. But then other people are going to be rewinding it just to hear me say that shit. Exactly. That's why I was kind of poking you a little bit. I'm like, I'm not saying it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah. So we had that. Um, I did want to throw a little bit of uh, of thanks to, um, you know, Michael R. Thomas. He's one of my favorite guys. He's, you know, we, we remember him from Bite Me. Um, but he's or, been in a bunch of other stuff too. Or you know, Doctor Horror's Erotic House of Idiots, yes, which we definitely. both loved. He, you know, he did a lot of makeup. I mean, he was, um, you know, originally that was his thing in in Hollywood. Um, he was originally a, a makeup guy, so he did stuff for like Serpico, Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah, Wonderful Land of Oz, Fort Apache in the Bronx, uh, Wolfen, Ghostbusters too, actually too, and Wayne's World stuff like that. But as far as acting goes. You know, he was in stuff like Fanny Hill meets Dr. Erotico, Mistress Frankenstein, Erotic Witch Project 2, uh, Lord of the G-Strings, Vampire Vixen, Spider-Babe, all kinds of great, great movies. And he's just a shock He's always just a lot of fun. I'm always thankful 
whenever he pops in the movie. Sadly, and he, he's no longer with us. I know, and sadly, he's no longer with us. But he's the kind of guy that, you know, people like Conrad Brooks knew he was, and Trent Hager knew who he was, and, you know, he would hang out with all those guys. And, mm. you know, he was just a great, great B-movie person, you know? Yeah. I don't know who any of these people are. I'm sorry. You know who Trent Hager is, I think. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen stuff from Ski Wolf. She's never seen Ski Wolf. Ah. I don't know. She's, she's like nothing like just yet, but I don't think she would laugh at it as much. I don't know. Everybody assumes that I know all these B movies since I started out doing B movies, and I never know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> Especially when I was living with her, she like I would talk to her about all this stuff, and she'd be like, um, no, I don't. No, I, I I I thought Snow Shark would have given you a little bit more of an education in that, but that's okay. We we can fill you in. No, Snow Shark <laughs> just Snow Shark. Snow Shark just Snow Sharks. <laughs> I, I don't know whether you've listened to that episode, but I started it off with a little song about Snow Shark that I created just for the podcast. You should listen to it. Who did that? Me. No, we we did the podcast on uh, yeah. Snow Shark, yeah. With who? Uh, with John Johnson. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. He it inspired him to make his own shark movie. Let's yes, just it say did. That. Yes, it did. He was uh, yeah. We we just talked to him about that. Inspiration. Yes. Oh yeah. Can we can we say the title? But yeah, because it's, like, it's already it's like, out there. Here's a pile of poop with a good idea. <laughs> oh, I can make it better. I can make this a better smelling pile of poop. There you no, go. We, we, yeah, it's a shark, you son of a bitch. Thanks to you know, Sam Qualiana. He, he, he likes to say, you know, that we helped inspire him to make that film because, you know, he was kind of in a rut and wasn't doing much. And uh, we showed him Snow Shark and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, an idea for a shark movie. What? Sam even still around? Is he still making Sam Qualiana? The last shark movie he did was post-apocalyptic Commando Shark. Yep, which which we did. I think no, we didn't. We didn't. I thought we did that on um on uh, what the fuck Fridays. No, we didn't. We wanted to. We were going to, but we never did. Oh, okay. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. We will. Or we'll do it for. Or we'll do it for Shark Attack Sunday someday. I don't know. Whatever. We'll oh, do. yeah. It's perfect for what the fuck Fridays. That's, yeah. that's amazing. You know, uh, Jonathan is telling the truth or he's being sincere or for real about something when his voice level goes way high. Well, oh, yeah. When I'm telling the truth. When I'm, well, yeah. My it also happens when his butt detaches and runs around and starts killing people. And it kills oh. his wife and black lover. Yep, Exactly. <laughs> Who cares if we haven't made love in three years? Why would you think that I need a big black dick? What? I don't remember what her line was, but it was that fucking random. And it was, and then, and then he was like talking about the big black dick, and she was like, "Why do you keep going on about a black, big black dick? Are, are you gay or something?" Stop, you know. Like, yeah, and she brought it up. Yeah, she was like, because the whole point was the everything yeah. she did, she deflected and she made it look like he was crazy. You know, know. For, apparently <laughs> she brought it up in more ways than one. Yeah. Narcissism at its best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But let's touch on one other thing uh, real quick. But I don't want to touch on anything on the, <laughs> on the you know what touch on no butts. Special effects. Oh. This movie is loaded with special effects and CGI loaded. effects. Please tell Fully me what you guys loaded. thought. Fully loaded. What? Tell me what you guys thought of the special effects. The uh, lo- yeah, lots of green screen. That's what I remember. Uh, yeah. Lots of green screen. You didn't think that stuff was real? Um, I don't know. There were times where I was like going, hmm, I wonder if this is real or if this is green screen. <laughs> I mean, the, the butt. They clearly had some kind of like, I don't know, uh, plastic or or styrofoam proctology yeah. dummy or something. Had yeah. it for real happened, it wouldn't have been as funny. Yeah, if they made, yeah. made it look real, it probably would have been, ugh. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's where I was mentioning when we were paused and listening in a commercial and waiting for that to go by. I said, this is one of those movies that will cleverly take a vice like low budget and lack of money and turn it around into a virtue. And if you can do that, you can have a very, very successful movie, even though you don't have a lot of money to spend. I, I love where they say they were going to Tokyo, right? And so they get to a part part or wherever, and then you see the Hollywood sign, and then they automatically go away from the Hollywood sign on purpose, you know, where it's still showing you that it's a it's making fun of the fact that, yeah, they can't fly to fucking Tokyo to shoot this movie. Can't yeah. fly to uh, Saudi Arabia or wherever. Fly anywhere. Yeah, they're just like everything shot in LA. Mexico was LA. You could tell. Yeah. I was like, I even looked. Uh, I even looked at Jackie. It was like, doesn't that look like one of the beaches that we've probably been on? Well, you know? I think I took you to like mostly all the beaches while you lived here. Exactly. So like we've been on at least one of them. I'm sure it was the beach step. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. It's that. That's the thing. Like it. It knows. It doesn't have the money to do these things, so they don't care. They'll just, you know, make uh, they'll just make jokes about it. Like, oh, we're at Hollywood or we're at Tokyo. Oops, Hollywood sign. Let's move away from that. It's funny. It is yeah. funny. And I want to throw this out there too. Mark Pirro, okay, writer, director, producer. And remember, we were asking about Marky Elfman. That's Mark. Piro as well, so that's a little oh. yeah, that's a little funny thing that he threw in there. Okay, we thought it might actually be like an elfman, but I guess he he decided to 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 do him as a uh, jo- okay. So it's Mar- one uh, of the jokes. So he composes the song, the the Rectima song. Okay, yep, that sort of makes sense. He's, he's the writer. He probably wrote it while he was writing the movie. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So. I mean, I thought considering he wore a lot of, he also did the special effects, uh, you know, he wore a lot of hats and I think he did a very good job. So at some point, I'm really hoping we can get him on our um, spotlight show, A, to talk to him in general, but B, I'd love to hear some background. This is exactly the kind of movie that needs a Blu-ray release with all kinds of commentaries. These guys look like they have a lot of fun making oh. this film yeah it needs the commentary over the movie for sure like not yeah. sitting around talking about it it would be hilarious to watch the actual movie while they're talking about each little bit how it came along and things that happened and and, and jackie doesn't like commentary but she probably listened to this one <laughs> i used to like commentary on certain movies 
commentary on christmas vacation is hilarious well there you go and see that's the thing like I always enjoyed, uh, you worked with uh, Lee Scott, but whenever he was in, um, he did like uh, Beast of Bray Road or um, the Frankenstein Reborn commentary. It was them just drunk, kind of making fun of the movie, you know? And and to me, that's what. What? Doing commentary. What? What? No way. Shit. What? No, never. You got the wrong Lee Scott. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely do. But that would see that would be funny is if they they did stuff like that drunken commentary for for this movie where they could talk about the shit and especially since it's to the you know what we should talk, talk to shit. we should talk to them because 2023 is coming up and guess what that would be 20 year release 20 year reunion or whatever of, what? of this movie this yep. movie came out in 2003 yeah there you so go there you that's go. 20 that's, years later that's a very very cheeky uh comment that you <laughs> i see what you did there sir you know <laughs> cheeky commentary <laughs> oh did you just write that to lee yeah okay <laughs> it's funny he reminded uh, me to text him again because he still hasn't responded uh, well anyway i i wanted to pick this movie it's been on my list um it's just i it's been kind of percolating in the back percolating percolating waiting for the 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 percolator the right crowd because (laughs) not all of our special guest hosts would appreciate the humor in a movie like this you have to pick the right person you know um i i try to tailor my my choices to the folks that I know who are coming on. So when you yeah, said we got Jackie lined up, I was like, okay, I think it's time I sprung my rectuma all over her gear. And, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, so her, when, her, you know, her rectuma. <laughs> we've, we've had a uh, Jackie throughout the, this, this season. So thank you, Jackie. Um, Yay. But, uh, Yay. in the first two episodes, uh, even though midget zombie takeover was uh run by paul that was sort of originally like both of our ideas together of doing that yeah, yeah. and stuff so it wasn't fully paul's idea and then the last couple that we did were mine so i was like paul's got to pick something for jackie that is something he would pick you know it was this definitely is... like 12 year old butt humor yeah definitely. And, i would have you know... let, let my little boy like watch this like he would have gotten it yeah there you go. If, if he's got your genes if i would get past the beginning part with all the the black dick jokes and went <laughs> from there but yeah i mean there was some jokes that like there were there were meant to be very you know like know. in your face and very yeah like uh i don't know which, Some is a which, lot of a racist. I mean, which is why Black Devil Doll tempted me, but I was like, yeah, maybe not Jackie. Well, well like I said, I'm supposed to watch Monsterd. Yes. yes. Please do and let us know what you think. And maybe we'll have to have you back on next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. We that. should line her up. Watch this shit by myself. I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, we'll, I thought we'll, you were going to watch it with our buddy. No. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, come you... on, come on back on the show and watch it with us. Okay. All right. Fine. We'll, you guys we'll... already see how much I get up and down during movies. 
So yeah. if I don't have someone to watch it with, then I have. Yeah, you need somebody to like make you focus. <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, we have okay. to actually see. We pause the movie when like that's I happening. I would go grab a sprite like two seconds away from here, and you're like, pause, pause, pause. Oh no, no. Trust me, we do that in person too because like uh, there'll be people at the um, at the someone the, has to use the bathroom an awful lot. Someone has a detachable butt problem. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I did. I had a pee a lot today. I don't know why. I, that I, wasn't a butt problem. I hope that was that was a pee problem. I had a detachable. Oh boy. Oh, we did. We didn't even talk about the ending of the movie where oh, there is a yeah. Uh, Jack, a stinger. Explain, explain, yeah. I can explain this because today is today, and I'm sure that anyone that is listening to this has seen, hopefully, the new Jackass movie, the 4.0. These people were ahead of their time. This movie, Rectuma, Rectuma, is that how you say it? Rectuma. Rectuma. Oh, like Tuma. It's got a Rectuma. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, it is the beginning of Jackass 4.0, where there is a scrotum, there is a dick, which looks exactly like the ass that they made, just upside down. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So what yeah, was it, scrotuma it, or scrotula or? Uh, uh, I thought shit. it ended with the, what do they call that? Is this, is this scrotuma or was it just? Hold on. Scro, scro, uh, God. scrotum rex, something like that. I don't remember. No, that wasn't <laughs> at all. I thought it was no. scrotum up. I was scro. You guys can fit, can check. Ah, I don't fucking yeah. remember. Oh, <laughs> shit. But, but the point is, you know, at some point, if we get Mark Pirro on the show, and I really hope we do. We have to ask him if that movie is ever going to be made because how could you not want to see that? It Rob? is the Godzilla of scrotums. What is it called? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you said about it. Saying, it's like a scrotum attacking the cities. Right. It's another. It's another like because that one. The other one was. Um, it's not Croton Scrotzilla, but that would be funny. Um, yeah. You, you have to find out if he has the balls to make that film. <laughs> um, the, you, right now, I mean, that is that that's the biggest thing is if you are somebody like that is just not that is offended by anything, you know, remotely racist or remotely sexist or remotely you know all these different don't things watch this just don't watch it yeah don't watch it and but like this kind of movie you know should still get made these days because well, you know especially say. independently yeah, you know, know that's i mean i'm just saying that's why stand-up comedy is so hard to watch these days because everybody's so scared of staying within certain lines of yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a there's yeah, a because it's comedy. Like comedians should be able to say what they fucking want, and if yeah. you don't want to watch them, if that offends you, then don't watch it. Like I yeah. don't watch, I don't watch porn because that shit offends me. I don't want to watch it, so just don't watch it. Yeah, but you yeah, don't tell no. people, hey, don't watch porn. The comedians, yeah. comedians, they fulfill a role in society by discussing the things that we can't really talk about, 
and right. using using humor in order to you know to examine topics and and, and controversial subjects so and, yeah and, it's it's ridiculous and but, now people are getting like slapped if they say the wrong thing and shit and this well, is just getting, getting so ridiculous from shit that they said fucking 10 years ago yeah, yeah it's it's ridiculous but uh hell is like fuck this shit like well yeah. that's just it that's how you fight that is that you you just don't let it bother you and you be yourself and you continue to do your thing i mean i don't know moody if you've ever heard too many complaints about our shows but we we don't really censor anything or or anything i mean you know we won't say things like oh this movie sucks and that's it we'll talk about the reasons why we may not have liked the movie or why we thought it failed um but we are we're going to be specific about it but you know for the most part we pretty much say what we're going to say and we always yeah. encourage our guests to say whatever you're going to say we are not here to censor anybody we are not here to control what anybody has to say about anything because that's just not the way to be especially if you're going to have a show people don't like it just don't listen to it yeah it's called freedom of speech there yeah. was there's an offspring like introduction right it was it was said this is the disclaimer right and it said in the disclaimer do not if you if you don't like this if this is not something that you're you're you know if you if you're not into it or whatever just don't listen to it. How many pages then, was that disclaimer now? Oh god, we forgot about that that disclaimer <laughs> in the beginning that like kept going and kept getting longer and longer. By yeah. the end, of it, we're just like fuck it, we're not. That was very Python esque, right? You know, and that was the. You're right. This movie kind of has a Python, Mighty Monty Python. Well, that that reminded me of the beginning, the opening of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where the little scroll at the bottom keeps talking about a moose that bit the guy's sister and goes on and on and on. And And then all and then it said at the end, like that the the people got that that made this got sacked. And then we sacked the people who made the one that, you know, whatever. So it was like it. This was very much. You know, inspired by Monty Python, Airplane, Scary Movie, all those parody movies it that was just Scroton. Scroton. Yes. Yes. There you go. Perfect. So uh, now I'm waiting for Scroton versus Rectuma. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. I would watch that. You know. Scroton versus Mangina. We're giving Mark Piero ideas, everybody. You know me. My head is full of ideas. They just sprout forth. What can I do? Uh, They sprouted. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think we've hit that mark where we have to start talking about how we're going to score this film. So uh, for the benefit of those folks who've not been... It's called a stinkometer. Yeah, that's right. It's the stinkometer. And uh, we rate our movie from 1 to 10, by which... The lower the score means the less stinky it is. The higher the score means the much more stink that there is. And you can kind of go a half score if you like. Um, and just remember, just because a movie is stinky doesn't necessarily mean that you don't like it. It just means that it has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, and so then we get our three scores from our three reviewers. We total it up. And then we stack it up against the rest of the movies that we saw in this season. And then we see what was the stinkiest movie of the season. And boy, I'll tell you, we've had a stinky, smelly season this season. Well, that's because we had three movies instead of two. And yep. we've had, like, this is the most, I mean, we right now, this one episode <laughs> is almost at the end of the year. And we've never done that before. So, right. you know, right. this is kind of cool. 
Um, we're actually recording this in June, and in uh, it, this will be out in October. So. Through the magic of technology, we'll be able yes. to share this with you later on in the season. So here we go. Who would like to score Rectuma? Yeah, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I'm going to give it a four. You know, um, because it's funny that I'm giving it less stink, even though it's a, a movie called Ratuma, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but it uh, it wasn't that it wasn't bad at all. Like it was good. Like even the stuff with the wife and everything, it didn't really bother me to the point where I was like annoyed by the movie. I just was like, you know, like can we hurry it up a little bit? You know, um, so that might have scored it. Like if she were gone, I think I would have gave it less, you know, time or what less. But honestly, it wasn't that stinky of a movie. It, it, it like it knew exactly what it was and it it made sure of that. So I give it a four. Um, okay. What about you, Jackie? Well, since I know I'm going to be doing more of these with you guys <laughs> and you guys watch way more of, you, of these than I do. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain, I don't think, can can withstand as many as you guys watch. Um, mm. I'm going to give it a two. Oh, two. my goodness. Miss nice. Jackie. Wow. I'm, I'm saving the one spot for that one that I have zero complaints about. We found yeah. your wheelhouse, and it involves butts. Butts. <laughs> I love big butts and I cannot lie. There you go. There you go. Were you saying, were you the one saying that it should have that song on it? Or yeah, something? but make a parody of it. Uh, I assume that they probably thought about like, it. Like, I'm get the a moolah. killer butt. And I cannot lie. There you go. Well, very good. So a four and a two. I'm very tempted to throw in a three, but my score was going to be a three and a half. Um, so not quite symmetrical. Um, I did like it. There are some issues. Um, like I said, the the first half especially does drag, and there are some some jokes that just don't really kind of do it. But overall, this was a fun movie, and that's that that's really what brings it over the top for me. When when you can take a movie that's just ridiculous and just goes there, but you make it fun. And like I said, when you can take a vice like no money and turn it around and turn it into a virtue you are doing something right so mark piro well Good done job. we love you mark you need Three to come on our show and... that's a very solid score i'll be in one of your butt movies i i, I mean I, I i i think i forgot to mention i think i mentioned like briefly but i met him once uh our buddy g larry butler um uh butler, actually, <laughs> butler. That's why he probably likes him. You know, he uses him. Butler. Um, G. Larry Butler uh, introduced me to him. Uh, he was, I was asked to go to Denny's back in, uh, on Valentine's Day of 2020. So we all kind of all hung out. It was me, uh, G. Larry Butler, uh, and uh, Mark Pirro and uh, Joseph Kelly. And uh, I, I enjoyed uh, hanging out with those guys, like just shooting the shit god damn man these movies just shooting me the nothing. shit yeah yeah nothing sometimes that happens puns. after you visit denny's <laughs> or during you know um, during there's a story 
Um, but yes. Yeah, so. I have a shit story for Denny's. I'm making all kinds of side notes over here. Yeah, he's like, I she's got like I gotta hear this shit story. Um, but yeah, I I'm trying to see what our um uh what is it uh, the ladder stink because this was a nine point five, so that's yeah, pretty damn pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering how what else is a nine point five in this. Uh, uh, yeah, if actually, you're, it's only only one so far. I was going to say, if you're if you're below ten, you're doing something right. Yeah, if you're Has below he made more movie since what? Has he made more movies? Yeah, I mean, oh, this yeah. guy's made a lot. He made oh, yeah. a movie called Polish Vampire in Brooklyn or yep. Brooklyn, but Burbank. Uh, he made a uh, uh, another movie called like Death Show Game Show or something. Death 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 Row game show uh he's made a few few projects and they're all they all look like fun you know and as i said like i didn't know him really uh from adam when i met him you know but i'm actually really happy i saw this and i i own polish um vampire burbank me too it's on my list uh i haven't yeah well you have to save it for at least next year because uh, we already got through a Mark Piero movie, you know. Um, but yeah, it was it was phenomenal, and I actually want to watch more of his movies now. And uh, just throwing this out there too, Tyrone Debose, who was Johnny Pex, that was the guy with the rope thing. Uh, he's also in the Polish Vampire in Burbank. Nice. So there's so uh, he, he uses he, a lot of actors. Yeah, uses a lot of the same folks. So that's that's pretty cool. And he also used uh, was it our, our buddy from Blood Predator in uh, his next movie, which is The God Complex. Oh, okay, so, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, Bobby I, says watching this movie made his butt hurt. He needs to go find. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, there you um, go. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you both for joining us on this show. This was a fun one. I was really keeping my hooves crossed that Jackie was going to enjoy this. Um, so there you go. Uh, I'm pleased. I'm pleased as as pie. Pleased know. as pie. I didn't know pie was pleased, but <laughs> I've heard that that saying. I've never ever questioned it. What? Is that like a Virginia thing? I don't know. I've just heard it. You know, American pie thing. <laughs> no. Oh, that pie was pretty fucking pleased. <laughs> <laughs> or not? <laughs> uh, it, it, you Depends know. on the pie. I guess yeah. It depends on what the you know the orientation of the pie. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh lord! Uh, right. Our, well, our thing just went down the t- uh, toilet again. Down the shitter. Yeah. Down the shitter, as it does. You know. But yeah, thank you both very very much for joining us on this episode. Thank you all for listening. Please join us in next time, where I believe it's a Mister Mister Moody's churn, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And we got uh, some fun ones coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks again monstered. for listening. Thanks yes, for listening. Yes, we will do Monster with you. Season five. Yep, we will save that for season six. And uh, otherwise, we will see everybody on the flip side. Bye, yeah. everybody. Bye. <laughs>